This is the Training Raw Stories Podcast. After Hours. After Hours. What does that mean? This is where I read you an excerpt or a story from a book that I'm reading that really inspired me and made me go, damn, people need to know this. So here's a story called Victory Over Voodoo on page 20 through 22 in You Are the Placebo by Dr. Joe Dispenza. In 1938, a 60-year-old man in rural Tennessee spent four months getting sicker and sicker before his wife brought him to a 15-bed hospital at the edge of town. By this time, Vance Vanders, not his real name, had lost more than 50 pounds and appeared to be near death. The doctor, Drayton Doherty, suspected that Vanders was suffering from tuberculosis or possibly cancer, but repeated tests and x-rays came up negative. Dr. Doherty's physical examination showed nothing that could be causing Vanders' distress. Vanders refused to eat, so he was given a feeding tube, but he stubbornly vomited whatever was put down the tube. He continued to get worse, repeating the conviction that he was going to die, and eventually he was barely able to talk. The end seemed near, although Dr. Doherty still had no idea what the man's affliction was. Vanders' distraught wife asked to speak with Dr. Doherty privately and swearing him to secrecy told him that her husband's problem was that he'd been voodooed. It seems that Vanders, who lived in a community where voodoo was a common practice, had an argument with a local voodoo priest. The priest had summoned Vanders to the cemetery late one night where he put a hex on the man by waving a bottle of malodorous liquid in front of Vanders' face. The priest told Vanders that he would soon die and that no one could save him. That was it. Vanders was convinced that his days were numbered and thus believed in a new, dismal future reality. The defeated man returned home and refused to eat. Eventually, his wife brought him to the hospital. After Dr. Doherty had heard the whole story, he came up with a rather unorthodox plan for treating his patient. In the morning, he summoned Vanders' family to his bedside and told them that he was now certain that he knew how to cure the sick man. The family listened intently as Dr. Doherty spun the following fabricated tale. He said that on the previous night, he'd gone to the cemetery where he'd tricked the voodoo priest into meeting with him and divulging how he had voodooed Vanders. It hadn't been easy, Dr. Doherty said. The priest had understandably not wanted to cooperate, although he finally relented once Dr. Doherty had pinned him against a tree and choked him. Dr. Doherty said that the priest had told him that he'd rubbed some lizard eggs onto Vanders' skin and that the eggs had found their way into Vanders' stomach where they'd hatched. Most of the lizards had died, but a large one had survived and was now eating Vanders' body from the inside out. The doctor announced that all he had to do was remove the lizard from Vanders' body and the man would be cured. He then called for the nurse who dutifully brought a large syringe filled with what Dr. Doherty claimed was a powerful medicine. In truth, the syringe was filled with a drug that induced vomiting. Dr. Doherty carefully inspected the syringe to make sure it was working right and then ceremoniously injected his frightened patient with the fluid. In a grand gesture, he left the room not saying another word to the stunned family. It wasn't long before the patient began to vomit. The nurse provided a basin and Vanders heaved, wailed, and retched for a time. At a point that Dr. Doherty judged to be near the end of the vomiting, he confidently strode back into the room. 
Nearing the bedside, he reached into his black doctor's bag and scooped up a green lizard, hiding it in his palm behind anyone's notice. Then just as Vanders vomited again, Dr. Doherty slipped the reptile into the basin. Look, Vance, he immediately cried out with all of the drama he could muster. Look what's come out of you. You're now cured. The voodoo curse is lifted. The room was buzzing. Some family members fell onto the floor moaning. Vanders himself jumped back away from the basin in the wide-eyed daze he was in. Within a few minutes, he'd fallen into a deep sleep that lasted more than 12 hours. When Vanders finally awoke, he was very hungry and eagerly consumed so much food that the doctor feared his stomach would burst. Within a week, the patient had regained all his weight and strength. He left the hospital a well man and lived at least another 10 years. Is it possible that a man could just curl up and die simply because he thought he'd been hexed? Does the contemporary witch doctor, adorned with a stethoscope and holding a prescription pad, speak with the same conviction for us as the voodoo priest did for Vanders? And is our belief the same? And if it's indeed true that a person could, on one level, just decide to die, then could it be also true that a person with a terminal illness or disease could make the decision to live? Can someone permanently change his or her internal state, dropping his or her identity as a cancer or arthritis victim or a heart patient or a person with Parkinson's, and simply walk into a healthy body just as easily as shedding one set of clothes and donning another? I hope that this story has inspired you to realize that your thoughts and your beliefs create your reality. I'm going to be sharing stories with you from this book and other books that I am reading and inspired by and having all these major life transformations as a result. And some of the stories that I'm going to share with you are of those that healed them and others of how their thoughts made them sick or even killed them, like caused their death. You're going to hear a story about a man who died after hearing that he had cancer, even though his autopsy revealed that he'd been misdiagnosed. You're going to hear a story about a woman who was plagued by depression for decades, whose condition improved dramatically, even though she was in this drug trial where she was receiving the placebo. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed this story. I'm going to be coming on and sharing things that I'm reading with you to help inspire you, to motivate you, and maybe intrigue you enough to pick up the book and read it for yourself. I'm reading a lot. I read every night in bed, in the bathtub. I was literally in the bathtub reading this book and I was like, I need to record an episode and just read the story. Like I had that inspired, intuitive idea and I came over and did it. So I hope that this serves you. It's short and sweet. My other episodes are pretty long, but I hope that you're listening to them because they are definitely going to help you, inspire you, motivate you, open your eyes and open your heart and make you take action and just... That's my goal. I hope that this podcast is helping you and serving you in some way. And if so, I would really love to know about it. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast and share it with someone that you think it might help. Good morning. Good night. Whatever. Love you so much. Bye.